Do you do you feel like you uh, talk in a certain way with your female guests? Because you're having very powerful women right. on your podcast. No, I don't. I don't. I, I try not to talk to. I got. A, I interviewed a Whitney Cummings a couple weeks ago, and uh, I got a very nice tweet from her. She did share the podcast. And, <laughs> did you ask her if men and, masturbate to her photos? No, I did not <laughs> ask that. Hey, hey, friends. Hey, hey. Everybody's letting their coughs out. It's good. <laughs> if we were real professionals, we'd have a cough button. Oh, yeah, those are good. What, what does that do? That, like, blanks out the noise yeah, for a minute? Oh, wow. Somebody here coughs a lot. Somebody's you. I cough a lot? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you a chain smoker? No, but I'm a, I'm a binge smoker. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you get complaints? Do people write in saying, what's with all the coughing? No, no. Nobody's ever said that. I'm sure there's people that don't like it, but our listeners complain about other things. Yes. Usually, not coffee. Who's here? Who's on the show? Two special guests today. Yes. Two special should guests. Should we introduce yeah, them? Yeah, we should. That's... Okay. We have Matt Wilstein, who is a journalist for the Daily Beast mm-hmm. and host of The Last Laugh. The Last Laugh. Which is a very popular comedy podcast in which you interview famous comedians like Kathy Griffin and like today's guy Brett Gelman. Brett Gelman was la- was this yes. past week. Yeah, pure evil. But uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't like him. <laughs> I, 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 we will. We'll, he doesn't we'll want you there. to like him. We'll but, get there. Yeah. Um, and uh, who else? Uh, who else has been on it? I feel like Kathy Griffin was one with the most buzz. Really? Around. I don't uh, know. That's, we started I, with Sarah Silverman. That got oh, right. some good buzz. Um, I think uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was the most uh, the most listened to so far. Nice. That was pretty big. That's cool. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's been a few months. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So and then we have as new anymore. Sorry. Right. Go ahead. Then we have total loser schmuck, <laughs> Adi <laughs> Gordon. Thank you for that, that introduction. Thank you. Who does? So much. I have no idea. Anything cool. I'm just kidding. No, wow. great comedian. Going hard. Great comedian, Adi. Going hard and mean. Adi, one of our most popular listeners. That's not true. That's <laughs> most popular, popular guests. You said listeners. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. He meant guests. No, yeah. I'm 100. I am 100 percent of the listeners. I, I actually have seen you do comedy, and I think you're really good at it. I'm totally joking right now. I think, and you're like a big member of the comedy community. Aren't thank, you? thank you, thank you. Thank this you was Bridget. Stuff. It would not be okay. Oh. His voice got like a little bit higher as he was giving me the compliments, which makes me think that it wasn't quite. Genuine. No, I have yeah. seen you do comedy. I've seen you do comedy several times. And yeah. It's always very good. You, you are very like, uh, you know, you. You're a craftsman. You yeah. definitely get the the craft. <laughs> I'm really trying to dig myself my, out here. <laughs> Stand up opinions. <laughs> the best. I'll um, take it. Adi is one of our most hated guests, so <laughs> he's still trying to dig himself out of that hole. Um, That's fair. He, he did well. We had a, a mega episode a year ago or so with uh, famed Twitter villain Josh Denny, and Adi came on to provide the minority perspective. Right, that, which was a great. That was really good. Yeah, it was a good episode. It was. So we're uh, listeners, write in and let us know if Adi is uh, like is, he, is moving up. You can look at me right now, right? Like you see, like the fact that I'm the minority perspective says <laughs> everything you need to know about this show. You have a beard. I, I have a beard. Like uh, three out of four people sitting around this. Yeah, room. is Lots what of... you're saying that there's different levels of minority? 
Uh, yeah, I, I guess yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're like minority light. Like yeah. not enough of a minority to really count. Minotti's from Kansas City, so he's like very Midwestern in general. Right. And I've I've seen in person like a, a man go up to Adi and be like, so where are you from? And Adi's like, Kansas City. And the man's like, but... Where are you really from? Oh, yeah. Classic. The old, uh, yes, the old racial insult. Whatever happened to the word for those that people don't use anymore? Mini attack. What was it? Microaggression. microaggression. People stopped saying microaggression. I don't think they did. It gets sure overused. It's... Words like that get overused. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, if you say microaggression, you're a huge pussy. Right. Mm, yeah. So I wanted really? to start things off by uh, discussing an incident that happened on this podcast recently. Uh, a few episodes ago, we had on uh, Bridget Fetisi, who Adi has met, I think, doing Frank's show. And Bridget um, was a good guest, and we talked to her for a bit. But after the show, she seemed to be a little bit displeased with a few things that were said so i so not direct let's be clear not directly after the show directly at the show in here our studio she seemed completely fine yes let's just say that yeah and she texted when i said thanks for being on she texted me and she had a few thoughts about things so some of it was like procedural stuff about how we do things in the show which was one thing but the other part was she was a little bit uncomfortable with a few exchanges she had with a co-host of the show. I'm sure everyone can guess <laughs> who that is. Um, and I wanted to play it for you two and for our listeners so we could get feedback because Isaac has been seeking feedback and uh, I just want to play it and I don't want to prime the pump. So we'll just see. We'll see. Are how you going to play just the, the momentary no, thing I'm or are you going to play the whole... I've cut, I've cut what I think is good context. Because I, I do clearly... Okay, let's okay. listen to it. And yeah. then I'll, I'll don't prime the pump. Here we go. I used to, this is the first time I ever did photography with a professional photographer in my small town, I was probably 22 or 23 and I just got naked. I just wanted. You were just boom. Yeah. I just, naked. it was, it was liberating and they were beautiful, black and white. They're gorgeous. I still have them. And it's, um, yeah, it's amazing to me what I thought of my body at that time. It's like a very good can reminder. Can we see pictures of your boobs on Twitter right now? You can see them on Google. Really? There's not many on Twitter anymore because now I have a Patreon and I, I'm charging. Yeah. Oh, That's right. what you do. That's for what I do boobs. with my Patreon. For, yeah. bo for boob pics? Heck yeah. Oh, nice. You're one of those. I mean, I don't know what, what that means. What is I those? would do it. Yeah. No, what I'm is, just saying. What like, does that mean? I think a lot of women... That's do, a loaded no, statement. No, so I was hanging out with a guy not at Comic-Con, <laughs> which I just got back from, but VidCon the week before, and he said that actually like a huge person... Uh, part of the reason why Patreon's having trouble growing is like... 50% of their business is women selling naked pics. Uh-huh. Why why is that why are Bad. they having a hard well, time growing? Well, I think like, you know, people who are wanting to invest in things are like, well, I don't really want to invest in like a pay for boob pics mm -hmm. product. Mm -hmm. There's I don't hey, don't I I don't have a problem with this at all. I would do it. Yeah. If I could make money from boob pics, mm -hmm. I would totally do it. Yeah. Especially if I, you know, if you had, if you had a gay male following, we no, have, no, that I wouldn't, I would not be not interesting. Like even if you're not, just assuming you're not gay. I had a gay dude touch my okay. face. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that goes somewhere else. After yeah. that. <laughs> I just had to have that as the First end. First of all, what the fuck is up with my? I clearly, when I get uncomfortable and I'm trying to like reel back, I get like gross vocal fry. <laughs> it's like I'm like talking, like I'm like. Trying to like make her comfortable by talking yeah. kind of gay. Yeah. Ugh. 
That makes me talking gay. Myself. How you? Got, I'm just like talking in that like L.A. dude, L.A. dude like vocal fry. White like. people do that shit all the time. I like, see. Whenever I mean, I, it's not like only white people yeah. do it. People do that shit all the time. It's like like whenever when I have white friends that whenever they're talking to black people, yeah, they all of a sudden. Well, I think start, we all do that a little bit. It's called code talk. switching. Code switching. There you go. That's, the That's the Twitter word for this. And I code switched right there hard because I could tell she was uncomfortable. So yeah. I tried. Oh, to, you could. I tried to. Well, she <laughs> clear later on. She clearly, she calls me out later, which you didn't clip. Which I, we don't. I have we that, don't. We I don't have need that, to. I have that part too. She calls play. me out and is like upset clearly, and I was like, no, I, I, I'm really not. Yeah, she says to. the way that you because you talk about uh, men jacking off to her boob pictures. And she says, the way you're talking about this is a little degrading. What does she think the men do with her boot pictures? Does she I, think I they guess, wor- like just put them on the wall or what does she think happens? I just, yeah, I want to, I, I want to <laughs> just understand like, what do you, I guess, what is it that she found degrading yeah, about that? Because I feel like if you're going to, if you're going to have like people pay for boob pics, then you not and this isn't like oh you have to deal with the things that come with that like it like any sort of abuse or anything like that but in terms of like the judgment of somebody that isn't paying for your boob pics like yeah that's part of that what like in terms of like adult entertainment people deal with the judgment that comes with it the other the other site that like adult in- entertainment people use is only fans that's like their yeah. patreon um like that you know it it's not like one of those things where like if you're going to do those things like you should i guess own up to the the scorn or finger wagging or judgment or any of those things that come with it you can't be offended by that you can't be cuz different people come from different worldviews you can't be like oh this dude that's you know like some people say is alt right is going to be offended slightly by my boob pics like you can't I'm so not outright. Okay, so she said two things. Let's be clear. First of all, she called in. What exactly was her criticism? Let's get. Let's say what she was. Uh, her, her, her critique was: um, she texted me, and uh, I said, "Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it." Put it up, and she goes, "I might promote the second one or whatever one Isaac isn't saying. I'm one of those people." That was her. That was clearly the word that that got her. Yeah, those. That, those. Those. One of that, those. That people. was. That was the moment. Basically. And? And the other thing, uh, what do you want the other? Yes. What was the other thing she said? Well, she said as a sober person that uh, she, she recommended for guests that come on in the future that might be sober, it would be wise to ask if they are comfortable being around people drinking. But that was right. like a I drank proced- two beers. That was a proce- during the, during procedural the thing. Lengthy, like two and a half hour recording session. <laughs> right. So it's not like I was like hitting it, slamming tequila she didn't say you were slamming she just Uh, said if someone is sober then if they're around alcohol it might make them uncomfortable she said as a sober person herself in the first few years of her sobriety that would be an issue right so what are you hearing there matt (laughs) um well no i think the sober thing is interesting i mean that 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 makes sense to me that i could see how that would be a problem but that's sort of neither here nor there The, the the those yeah as i said that really that really seemed to get her first of all i want to say that as Four guys, I think we're definitely going to solve this tonight. So uh, <laughs> yes, um, but our listeners love guy talk. <laughs> Charles always calls us out. We have okay. Anyway, keep. I'm keep happy going. to bring keep the going. minority perspective. Yeah, yeah thank, you, thank you. Female thank you, female listeners are more than uh, welcome to write in. Shady lady yeah. is always has comments. So shady lady can. She's probably our only female listener. 
I think that you you did it. <laughs> you did a pretty good job walking it back. I would say, um, and saying you know that you weren't you you weren't judging. You were the one of those. The context of it seemed to be that you were, had a conversation with someone about this. Exactly. That was and exactly what I was trying to say. Yeah. You you were aware that this was a big part of their business, and so you were saying you were one of those, but that came after one of those, so she heard something very different. That is exactly what And I, then I don't it, think like, she heard, yeah. you know, or wanted to really hear the rest. So here's my thing. I the, the strange thing about this is both him and her and some other people thought in their mind that I was saying something judgmental or that I was just having a judgmental reaction Mm -hmm. when I said that. But in fact, I was having a reaction of remembering a conversation (laughs) I had with another guy about Patreon. Literally in my mind at that time, I was thinking, oh, this is one of the people on Patreon that makes this money from them. I just had a conversation about that. That's what I was thinking. Mm. But it was interpreted as I am judging you because you're doing this Yeah. One of those, I mean, the subtext that may not be present, but at least that I assume that she thought is you're one of those whores. I'm one of, you're one of those whores. <laughs> well, guys, exactly. let's not, and that, let's and then not use derogatory. had a reaction. <laughs> let's call, instead of saying those people, let's say boob picks Bridget's. And, and then, you well, know, what? we can say, and then if you're offended, you're an alt-right Isaac. You know what I mean? And then. <laughs> is that a Bridget? It's like a, it's like a Becky. It's a Bridget. <laughs> a boob, boob picks Bridget. <laughs> a Bridget is somebody who sells their boobs on. Look. It's it. She clearly had a reaction to what I was saying that had nothing to do with what I was saying, and and she, yeah. But I also I I heard it in the moment. I mean, yeah, you, you can hear me be too. like, "Whoa, yeah, right." But uh, that those reactions were not correct. That's not what I was saying. A and B. It felt very hypocritical for me for her to say that because she is somebody who's all about not apologizing for the things you say, not getting offended, blah blah blah. So for her to call back and like play this power move of you were drinking, you made me feel bad. Well, afterwards was a little bit like, wait a second, th- this is your where your whole shtick is not being that, and now you're calling us and trying to like. This is where you're you know, collapsing. Police two things. us. One one critis- one critique is not Isaac has a drinking problem. It's when no, you have, no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just taking care that. of a guest that comes yeah. on. This is a tip from a sober person to a show. This is just a tip. She didn't say Isaac is a drunk or he was behaving inappropriately. Just I mean, said, I am, but it's she yeah. Have to, I'm, I'm not a drunk. Um, she, she doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't know that. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know that that's relevant. You keep involving that in the critique. Well, I don't it just think feels that like she was finding things to complain about. I that's know. why I'm I mean, that. I think that's just information. She didn't. She didn't do it in a shitty way. Like she just, it was on a text message between me and her. So it wasn't like, she didn't go on Twitter and be like, these people don't care about sobriety. Right. It was separate. So I don't think that's She might unfair. now though. Now, yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> well, did she like, I mean, you're probably a good person to ask Matt. Like, do, do you think that, because you probably do a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. in addition to your own podcast. Is there alcohol in a lot of other podcast sets, or are these guys just? Do they have a problem? Uh, no, I mean, I think it's it, if it's a casual like hang situation, and it's at night, and there's I don't know if this was at night, but we're at, at night right now. But Day-ish. um, and there's alcohol. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, we don't drink in my podcast, but that's because it's very professional. Yeah, because it's and this is <laughs> very unprofessional. Hey, Rogan drinks on his, so that's what, what are you my, that's what my <laughs> stand. He's number one too. I don't right. know that. That's what I'm saying. So it's like if Rogan drinks on his, I feel yeah, like I don't, there's no. Pro- I have no problem with the drinking. I'm I kind of want to start is... more drinking at my podcast now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, especially if people. it's you know yeah. Well, get them loosened up. Yeah, it gets people loosened up for yes. sure. Yeah, I'm very loose right now. 
And then, so uh, you think about the the free speech thing is knowing because I think this is how like free speech warrior ideology has poisoned everyone's brain, and into thinking that whatever you say all the time, uh, that ideology seems to be that no one can ever be offended by it and no one can ever get their feelings hurt. But that's not how free speech works. Like people can still get offended by the things that you yeah, say. So the, you don't I, want yeah, them I weaponizing the offense. To stop you from saying it. That's, That's absolutely true. But of course, I'm not sitting here saying I should be able to say whatever I want and nobody can say anything back. To right. Me. That is obviously not what so I'm saying. The way what, I, what I am saying is that somebody who makes their bread on rah-rah free speech and then who gets offended about something and calls for you to you know, say like, I'm not going to tweet that is hypocritical. But I don't think that's hypocritical because she's not, A, she didn't blow us up on Twitter. B, she didn't say cut it out. Or I won't promote. She just said, I'm not going to promote that episode. I'll promote the other one. So I don't really think there's hypocrisy in there because as a person, you can still choose not to promote things and have it not be a violation of someone's free speech. Okay, look. I don't think what she did was like super bad. I still really like Bridget. I'm not mad at Bridget. Whatever. She had an emotional reaction to something. She shouldn't have had an emotional reaction to it because she misinterpreted what I was saying. But that doesn't matter. I mean, but she intention, had an she, intention she had doesn't an matter as much as perception does. She had an emotional reaction to something based on shit she has in her head about the choices she's made in her life. That might be true. I didn't make these fucking choices for her. Right. I didn't tell her to sell boob pics on Patreon. And if she feels bad about that. Oh, God, with the Patreon. If she feels bad about that and she feels uncomfortable about the fact that she's made those choices... That's not my fault. And so to therefore interpret something I'm saying severely and have a little fit about it is really not about me. It's about her. And so it's fine. I get it. I have emotional reactions to shit all the time. But yeah. she was wrong in this instance because I didn't I wasn't saying the thing. But, but how said. how can someone be wrong because of their reaction to it? Like the reaction is their reaction. Okay, so how any crazy person that has any that's obviously illogical. Any person who I can have a reaction to anything. It doesn't mean I'm right about it. Um, again, as the right wings people say, emotions what is it? Facts don't, don't care about logic. your feelings. <laughs> Whatever the saying is. <clears throat> Facts don't care about your feelings, you know? But we she, shouldn't be hurting yeah, people. <laughs> but she's not wrong. She's not wrong to to feel some kind of way based on that clip, based on that interaction. Now, like you might you might have meant it one way and it can be misconstrued, but she's not wrong for construing it the way that she can. Absolutely. It. And that's why immediately afterwards I said, no, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. And the fact of the matter is, if anybody in the world has respect for, you know, <laughs> boob pics. Bridget's it's <laughs> it's oh. me you know like I have actually a ton of respect for not that saying she's a sex worker but people who engage in this stuff I have a ton of respect for them a ton and I am not sitting here in judgment of them whatsoever so it's like I don't judge that sure shit. but the and also she's a woman she has like um articles on serious political websites like of her weighing in on serious political issues so it was just surprising it's surprising to learn something like that right and yeah. i'm not like yeah yeah i'm genuinely not judging her that's and that's why this is something that i would apologize for i will say sorry for saying you're one of those because i didn't mean that the way that she interpreted me to mean that you yeah. know that and that's genuinely true sure sure so sorry yeah. sorry bridget sorry bridget sorry about that part but you're wrong about my intention and you shouldn't have complained. 
Well, I don't think I don't, but I don't think there's anything wrong with complaining. Again, if she had done it on Twitter, or if she had done it in a public way, or yeah, a, right. an she attacking handled it type very, way, very inside baseball, that's which was nice. About the level that you would expect from someone who doesn't want to play the weaponizing offense game, yeah, which right. is the thing. So she can have her opinions about the way that it went. We probably won't be able to have her on again um, because she she feels that way. But it's just, you know, it's the way that it is. Wow. Fingers crossed that we will after she hears this episode. She's not going to listen to this. <laughs> oh, come on. No. Why not? Because she's, wow. Do you listen to other podcasts? You yeah. think after all this, she's <laughs> going to want to come on again? <laughs> yeah. Let me. Wow. We'll, we'll be better this time. We promise. It won't be weird and awkward. We promise not to call you boob picks, Bridget. <laughs> As a Bridget, to Matt, if you had awkward uh, experiences on your podcast with well, guests, yeah, what what this was reminding me of the whole the whole thing of will the guest promote the episode? I think is kind of fascinating. Yeah. Right, huge. Um, and I'm dealing with some guests with millions of followers, right. who I would love to promote the episode, yeah. but. I'm also trying to take a journalistic approach to my podcast, which means if I go in thinking I'll only this will only be a success if they promote the episode, yeah. that's kind of fucked up because I want to be able to ask them whatever I want to ask them. So I don't want to pull punches because I'm like, well, if I ask this, they might not share the episode. Yeah. So that's it's a tricky thing. So I don't I try to not I try to not think about that at all. And then after I ask them to promote it and often or i would say about 50 50 they don't really because they feel like they said some stuff that they maybe didn't want to say or they don't want to they don't want to be the one putting it out there like (laughs) look what i said (laughs) you know because i also we write headlines for like some of this stuff and and try to pull out the sort of most interesting slash controversial thing that they said do they set do they ever say like don't ask about x i've had people say you know, we'll ask, I'll ask them to do the interview and they'll say, oh yeah, my, and I'm usually dealing with publicists and they'll say, yeah, my client will do this if you don't ask about X, Y, or Z. And we have a rule where we say, <gasps> no, we needed a cough button right sorry, there. Sorry. Um, uh, where you we say, say no. where we say, no, the, that's, we have a rule that we, we don't make any pre-arrangements about what can really can, cannot be discussed. Oh, that's awesome. Which I think is really important. Yeah, you guys and are the badasses of podcast journalism. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, I think we're just trying to take a different approach. Like a lot of comedy podcasts are very chummy. It's one comedian interviewing their friend, right? And they certainly make rules ahead. Say, I'm sure that people say, "Oh, like yeah, I'll do your podcast, but like I don't want to talk about this or this." And I'm sure most people are like, "Okay." But yeah, because these people need doing. rules. They're fucking idiots. They're comedians. <laughs> like, like none of these people are qualified to be talking on any of the things that they're about to talk about on your podcast. <laughs> and then they're up there talking about it on your yeah. podcast, putting their foot in their mouth when they've like said the opposite on stage like mm. five years prior. And yeah, but this is even just about like asking them about them. It's not like I'm even asking them to weigh in on like issues necessarily i mean sometimes we get into stuff like that but i just think it's interesting yeah so people so i've certainly had people say no i'm not going to share it what would as as a professional podcaster what would you do in this circumstance that we're experiencing right now like should i reach out to bridget and offer this episode as an apology should i just consider it done like what's the best way to proceed this is not i asked for a professional <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm not sure saying hey we really want you to listen to our apology and then this is what she hears i'm not sure yeah. that's going to go yeah. over big um but i think you can if you want to apologize to her on text i don't know what you how you responded but 
you know, that's that's a different I made matter. it clear that Isaac did not mean anything, and she did say, I know. Yeah, I mean, also, like, I'm sure, you know, we're obviously spending a lot of time talking about this. I doubt she's thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much our life. In <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe she is, but but I'm she's sure it's... haunted by it. <laughs> she did immediately follow me on Twitter right after. Oh, that's yeah, she nice. She followed both of us. Wow. She retweeted me. Really? Yeah. See? She's fine with me. She doesn't have a problem with me. She followed me too, man. Probably just to see if you'd say anything offensive about her boobs. If she didn't block you, you're you're good. Right. Uh, So listeners, post your opinions in our forum, nahf.boards.net, or write us emails, or give us a call on our Google voice line that I just set up, which is 213-262- Nine five four four. Wow! And uh, we will play your response on the air. What a treat! We got a little feedback. We did on the forum as well. Yeah, from we did. People, we did get some feedback, and and via other means. Right. One of one of which was very annoying to me. I was accused of really liking Bridget, and uh, very excited for her to be on. I think we both act differently around male and female guests. And I think that that, since most of our guests are male, I think things when we have women on, besides Heather, right. uh, gets weird because we're so comfortable around Heather, you know? But somebody like that, I feel like we both kind of react differently. We don't know? have enough women who are used to coming in here. And no, yeah. I think the problem with Bridget is that if she knew you better, I don't think that she would have taken that question that you asked or that statement that you made so negatively. Right. I think she would have just taken it as part of you. But the problem is, the problem is with guests is the first time they're on, you kind of have to tread lightly so that they feel like, oh, this is safe for me to kind of be myself inside of. And well, I, but and here's the issue that we have. The issue that we have is I feel like I try to treat women exactly the same as I treat men. Like exactly the same. You want a daddy to take your panties off? <clears throat> and so when I'm talking about sex and stuff, I'm like, hey, this is shit I would say to a guy. Whereas I feel like you have a double standard no. for women and men. I feel like with women, you're very gentle. You tread lightly. Whereas men, you're like, fuck you. I'll say whatever the fuck I want. You know? I think when a woman comes in here for the first time and she's by herself and she's talking to two men, the dynamic is one in which you may need to go a little more lightly. Because women are used to being sexualized and have their sexuality exploited in a certain way. And I don't think women want to feel like that when they come in, maybe for the first time. And that's why we have success with one specific female guest and maybe not so much success with others. Maybe. I don't know. Heather, she's a steamroller. Yeah. We gotta do love you Heather. feel that way, Matt? Do you do you feel like you uh, talk in a certain way with your female guests? Because you're having very powerful women right. on your podcast. No, I don't. I don't. I, I try not to talk to. I got a. I interviewed a Whitney Cummings a couple weeks ago, and uh, I got a very nice tweet from her. She did share the podcast. And, <laughs> did you ask her if men and, masturbate to her photos? No, I did not <laughs> ask that. But what she what she tweeted, which I really appreciated, was like something like a rare interview where I was not asked what it's like to be a female comedian. Uh, yeah. Um. And so she appreciated that. Yeah. Um. So that that felt good. That is good. No. That is good. Uh, everybody, let's list your plugs. Should, should I start? We've got we've got Chain Reaction, our uh, our bi monthly show in L.A. If so, if you're a listener in L.A., you can come to Chain Reaction. You can follow me on all the uh, social platforms at Audie Gordon. Yeah, 
just <laughs> kind of ended abruptly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the listeners, they show up. We learned that. A- yeah, A-D-I-G-O-R-D-A-N. Yeah. AIDS Gordain. We, we're, we, AIDS Gordain. We were the only one with a live listener that came to a live show yeah. for podcasts. An That's actual right. one. We didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> it's real life. Yeah, real. Two of them, actually. Yeah, two. Real <clears throat> people. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Wilstein and subscribe to The Last Laugh on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Last time. It's a big one. It's, you see it very front and You'll it's, find it's it. It's big. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, it's big up there. All right, thanks, guys. Right on our forum. Call us. Bye. Bye. Elliot Roger here. Hey, it's plug time. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do a few plugs real quickly. Uh, join our forum at nahf.boards.net. We have some fun conversations happening there. Not really, but... You know, if you join, it'll be more fun. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. Call our voicemail line at area code 213-262-9544 and leave us a message. Again, that's area code 213-262-9544. Subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and write us a review on iTunes. Pretty please. It's so helpful if you do that. And do all those things and don't fucking text me. Yeah. Leave don't, Isaac alone. Do not text me your thoughts about the podcast. Yeah. That's, send them to the email or post exactly. them on the forum and we will respond there yeah. and it'll be great. Right. Uh, and then my social media is all Funzaroni, including my website. You can follow me there. Thank you. How do you spell that? F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I. Funzaroni. Funzaroni. And why is it that? Uh, it's a name I picked ages ago and now it's too late. Yeah. To go back. Sounds around. Uh you can find me at isaacsimpson.com. That's my website. Uh it's a portfolio website, so it's a lot of my work uh in the advertising and journalism and brand creation world, but uh you can also find ways to contact me there. Um and also uh, I don't really do socials, but you can find me on Medium. That's probably the best place to, to find me or LinkedIn. I enjoy being linkedin So just LinkedIn Isaac Simpson and you can uh, talk to me there. That's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Don't text Isaac. <laughs>